Welcome back to Forward Thinking. I have Charlie here. Hello. This is Chrissy. So today we're going to do a quick one just to dive into uh, answers to actually a post that Charlie did on LinkedIn on what's your best two sentence advice for someone starting out in marketing ops. So for anyone just you know, coming up with the ranks in marketing ops. But I think this is also interesting for maybe anyone mm -hmm. in marketing ops, just getting some great advice from people who have been in it for, for years. So we thought it would be fun to go through some of our favorite responses and, you know, hopefully you guys can take away some good advice here. So Charlie, do you want to kick it off? Sure. And we wanted to make it kind of short and snappy advice. Obviously, there's a lot of advice out there for people and it can be quite overwhelming for people starting and also we're crowdsourcing this. So if you're listening to this and you want to contribute, you know, go to my LinkedIn profile, find the post, add in your advice, because we'll be taking all of the best advice and putting it into a, a, an article on our website, sharing that around for people starting out in marketing operations. <clears throat> so right. let's take a look. All right. If you're just listening to this, um, we are showing the screen. So go to cs2marketing.com and you'll be able to watch the video or go to YouTube, you'll be able to see the video there. Um, but you know, if you're, we'll, we'll read out the, we'll read out the comments. Anyway, so you're free to start from the top. Yeah. So this one from Jess Forrester, learn anything you can about effective change management. What do you think about that? Um, I mean, yeah, I think this is something that you could probably dive into like so much deeper, but I think knowing that in marketing ops, you're always reiterating, you're making a lot of like change and process and, and stuff like that. I think that's a, um, that's a good piece yeah. of advice. Yeah. And I think marketing operations, right, is people process, process. technology and mm -hmm. data and the people part, you cannot ignore that. Mm -hmm. And that's the change management part, right? You could come up with this wonderful, um, lead lifecycle process, but if you don't change the, uh, train the train the team and get the sales team on board and work through that change management process, it's gonna be a failure. Totally, right? or you could buy this cool new tool, but if no one's using it. No one it. uses it, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, I love that one. Um, from Chanel, one of our clients at Everstring, so learn as much as you can by being hands-on Never feel that you're a support center for the revenue team. Instead, value yourself as an integral part of the revenue team. Again, I, this is this is great. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people in marketing operations, they really struggle to tie their work to revenue, mm -hmm. which is obviously really important if you don't, if you want to make sure that you're not being seen as just a cost center. Yeah. And obviously, marketing operations has a lot of costs. We're, we're, we're owning tools, mm -hmm. right? You know, you're you're hiring, trying to hire people. And if you're not tying what you're doing to revenue or real business impact, mm -hmm. then people are gonna, you might have, might struggle to really get the resources that you need. Yeah, or I feel like an underlying thing here quickly is, and I was talking about this with a client yesterday, is sometimes the teams that can be tied to revenue can steamroll marketing ops because of that and just like deprioritize their work and make their priority number one. So I think also part of that is knowing that your team is important and you can create your own boundaries so that you can meet your goals and your priorities. Yep. And uh, this is Christy on our team. Thank you for the comment, Christy. <laughs> um, I know you listen to every podcast. <laughs> 
So if she doesn't message us in Slack about that comment, then we know she's not. <laughs> <laughs> um, so don't be afraid to share your ideas just because you're young or new. We can all tend to do, we can all tend to do what we're used to and a fresh perspective could help everyone see things in a new way. Totally agree. Mm-hmm. And I think it's kind of an interesting point around, you know, there's a lot of people in MOPS now that have been doing it for a while. And then there's like this new wave of people in marketing operations who are, who it's their job to kind of Pay challenge the, the status quo, mm-hmm. bring new ideas, and um, just create the you know the ever that evolution of the function. And I think yeah, we you do need fresh eyes, and you do need you know young people and new people there, kind of pushing things forward and making sure everything doesn't stagnate. And it shows initiative. I think it, it, that makes you stand out. I think someone who can bring more value to the table to do things differently or can provide value, that's going to stand out against your peers for sure. Do you want to read the next one? Yeah, Should so next one from Neil, also on our team. <laughs> Getting good CST representation here. Great things don't come from comfort zones. Be confident in what you bring to the table and use that same confidence in learning something new. Totally. And I think that that kind of goes back to the last one. But I think a big part of this in your early on in your career is just building that confidence. If anything, if you just work on that skill, um, but also knowing that you need confidence, but also know that you need to learn as well. And so being open to step out of your comfort zone and the things you know and learn new things, I think is key. And and even today, you know, almost 11 years in, we're still pushing ourselves to learn, learn, learn. There's always something, something to learn. Yeah. So next one here from Daryl Alfonso, actually gonna be a future guest on the podcast. Yeah, um, so his advice is prioritization and simplification. And I love it. He, he when he, he took it away from even just two sentences, just the two words. And <laughs> they could not be the better words for marketing operations, right? Totally. We talk about this all the time. Prioritization, and there's loads that goes into that. Building your roadmap, making sure you're working on the right projects, what framework you're using to prioritize. Mm-hmm. It's just, it is the way that marketing ops can really show they're providing value because so many people in marketing operations, we're just fighting fires. We're we're tackling the thing at the top of our inbox or the latest Slack message. Mm-hmm. And it's very hard to, you know, break out of that, figure out what's important and then work on that. But that's what you have to do if you want to provide the most amount of value. And then the second part is simplification. You know, it, it's all well and good creating a, a wildly complicated process um, that, you know, solves a, 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 a singular business challenge. But if you can't explain it, if it's going to be hard to document, if you just not, don't even have time to document it, and then you leave and someone has to inherit that, that doesn't always end well, right? No. Does it? I'll just get replaced. So default with what's simple and work up from there. Don't start with what's complicated and, you know, make a lot of problems for yourself. <laughs> yeah. Be like an Italian chef. Be proud in a simple simple setup and people value just, it just need salt and butter right <laughs> hey, olive oil but yeah okay. <laughs> okay so the next one from tom keith there's never only one way to do something revenue is just as if not more important than every other metric um yeah i think Kind of like two statements there, but well, I guess we said two, two sentences. Advice, so it's right? so. <laughs> so only one way to do something. Um, totally agree. And I think keeping your mind open, like we said before, to things, I think 
don't always just take what you did at your last company, such a bad habit for marking out people and then you just force it on everyone. <laughs> um, don't be that, don't be that guy. And don't be that girl. Cookie cutter either. stuff is, is well and good in some, in early stages of maturity. Even yeah. then I still struggle with it, but. There's there, general there, frameworks, but knowing that there's gonna be a time where it just doesn't fit. Right. And everything in mops has the, it depends yeah. kind of thing around it, which you know you have to be able to have a lot of reps on something to be able to find those nuances so maybe at the beginning you are you know you are taking a framework and you're building on that but you know there really isn't one way to do something there is there are dozens of ways to do something and you have to find the best version for your specific situation your your specific company Mm -hmm. and then revenue yeah so um Revenue is just not as important as any other metric. I think no revenue is it's just as if right. not. Yeah, I think this also goes back to I think a big challenge that people have right now, especially when teams are have different struggles and you know budgets are getting cut. And I think as long as we're all an ABM is changing up your metrics, I think focusing on revenue collectively, you know, is is a good answer to that. As long as the business is hitting its revenue goals, that's all that matters. And how can we just both teams stay focused on that end goal? And I think that would create less friction. And, and you know, if you're spending most of your meetings fighting over who gets credit for things or fighting with each other, like it just means that the marketing sales teams are not actually doing the marketing or sales that they should be doing. Um, so yeah, I think that can definitely focus on revenue. For sure. So Ashley, hot up, um, know the budget and the goals of the CMO. Never stop researching new opportunities to invest in when there's a savings opportunity. So totally agree with, with the CMO part. You know, you have to, I see marketing operations as, as a strategic advisor to the CMO. It's like you're kind of a, a consultant for them. You're there to help them answer their most challenging questions around you know what is really working what should we be investing in you know how can we show marketing's impact a lot of that comes around reporting which is why i think cozying up to the cmo and trying to be the person that owns the reporting for them like the the marketing ops people that that we work with that i find have really kind of progressed in their career quickly they've always been like the cmo's right hand man or woman who has been building the reports for them, coming up with the ways, like strategizing around what reports they should be looking at, helping them create their quarterly decks that they're taking to the board. You know, that just gives you such good exposure to the C-suite mm-hmm. and you're able to you know, learn and understand like what the CMO cares about and direct yourself towards that. Yeah, and it's never too early to get into that position. No, I was working, I ran our analytics um, meetings at Marketo when I was, you know, just barely a manager. So I was early on in my career still and very stressful, but it was also that gave me the the confidence to go and take what I knew from doing that into all the other organizations and still today. Yeah. So. And you'll find, you know, this, this your CMO needs help. Like a lot of them, they need help. They need, obviously they, they don't have the time to go build all those reports, one. They need help like finding out the context of those reports yeah. and the, the background of them. And they need help building that narrative. And there's no one better than marketing operations to, to help provide the narrative around data. Mm-hmm. So be that person, learn the goals of your CMO. Um, so 
I think we're coming up on time here. So should we just choose one more and then? Um... Sure. Okay, let's look at this one. So from Robert Bethel, learn the business questions and challenges you're trying to answer and solve for. Choking on data, processes, and technology for the sake of appearing busy and productive is a waste of everyone's time. I think we'd both agree with that one, right? Yeah. Yeah, and I, I think also, don't not even that, but trying to realize when you're doing it. Because sometimes it's not even, you don't even realize if you're choking on data processes and technology. You might just be stuck in that. And so, um, yeah, have the four you know, look back at all your priorities and see how much of that aligns to the business goals and, and answering the challenges that the business has um, and, you know, adjust your time and, and yeah. priorities. Yeah, I think this is, you know, you could in one word summary of that or is roadmap. Roadmap. You know, a you, lot of this. A lot of this, right. <laughs> for this one particularly, mm -hmm. like learn the business questions and challenges, right? So First, you're trying to understand the business. And, and then when you build your roadmap, obviously you need that to align to the goals of the business mm -hmm. and the business questions and challenges they have. And then choking on data process and technology for the sake of appearing busy, that that's often someone that doesn't have a roadmap, right? Yeah. You're just like busy spinning your wheels, like fixing little things here and there, and you're not really, you know, working on the big strategic stuff. So, and that's, you know, all well and good, but it can be a waste of time. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And cool. if you're coming up with those priorities in a silo, even if you build a roadmap and you came up with those priorities that you put on your roadmap in a silo, it's probably not great either. You want to actually match your roadmap priorities to the priorities of your marketing team or the goals of the business and the marketing team. And that takes getting out of your comfy shell and, and actually, <laughs> you know, working cross-functionally, figuring out what those are. Cool. All right. We did it. Yeah. Yeah. We might have to do a part two and go through the rest. There's like lots of other comments. And like I said, we're going to be getting all the best ones. So if you can contribute, send us an email with your two sentence advice. We're trying to crowdsource this and have, you know, the master document for anyone in marketing operations to elevate their game from, from all dozens of people in marketing ops. Yeah. Cool. All right. That was it. See you guys next time on Forward Thinking. This is Charlie, so if you liked what you heard, hit like on the platform where you watch this. Also, leave a review. Honestly, we would really, really appreciate it. You can also subscribe where you listen to your podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or even YouTube. And make sure you subscribe to our newsletter, which is packed full of exclusive content, updates for events or courses that we might be doing, all designed to elevate your marketing operations and B2B strategy. See you next time on Forward and Forward It Up.